Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Halala Show Season 4, Mix Number 15. 15. Welcome to the Halala Show, everybody. Welcome back. Happy New Week. Hello. Happy New Week, everybody. I hope that this hump day will be a good day for you. You know what? I have been what? on the Lucky Girl Syndrome, syndrome train recently. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe in that shit 100%. And I don't care if... People think that it's delusional or whatever. But I feel like you can't lose anything if you just have affirmations to yourself that I am a lucky girl. Everything comes my way. I am in the right place at the right time all the time. And I feel like it won't hurt if you believe it that. It won't hurt. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you, are, if you do believe that, you are in the right place at the right time in this moment And- listening to the Halo Halo Show. Yeah, you made your way here. So yes, gr- uh, what is it? Lucky girl? I was going to say yes, ma- yes girl. <laughs> Lucky girl syndrome has brought you here to the Halal <laughs> yes. show. Um, but uh, tell them about the show. If if there is a lucky girl out there who's listening for the first time, Rika G will tell you all about what we do here. Yes, well, hello there. That's JC and I'm Rika and... And we host the Hada Show where we talk about anything, but we do have some structure. We start with our uh, Where You Been, where we talk about what we watched throughout the week, what we did, where we went. And then after that, we have our TTs. What are our TTs? Yes, our TTs. Our trending topics for today, we're going to talk a few things. Uh, one, the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, singer Michael Pagilinan. He had a show at DLSU uh, Das Marinas, and then a Twitter user slash, I believe, student uh, posted something uh, uh, kind of like a, well, I guess it's a complaint about Michael Pangilinan and his uh, stage demeanor. Uh, I guess part of his act was mm-hmm. to invite a lady on stage, but uh, the way he did it and the things that were said were rubbed people the wrong way. So we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about a TikTok video that went viral and then uh was also featured the 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 girl who posted the TikTok video was featured on GMA news and other news outlets sharing her experience about going through immigration in the Philippines before her flight to Israel and some of the demands that were made of her or some of the requests that were made by the immigration officer in question uh trying to verify who she was what she was doing and and she ended up missing her flight <laughs> it's a pretty crazy request that i've never heard of yeah. before yeah so we'll talk about I that would and then be the last so thing pissed. Yeah, I know, for real. <laughs> and then our final TT of the day, we are talking about the Oscars. And, you know, a lot happened. If you've been following online, I'm sure you already know the big winner, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. But we'll talk about little other things uh, that happened on the side as well, including an interview on the red carpet with, uh, who was the the lady who interviewed Hugh Grant? Ashley Graham and Hugh Grant. They had a red carpet You know, chit-chat, basically chit-chat, chit-chat. and then it yeah. became a little bit awkward. <laughs> you have to watch that video, but we'll we'll discuss that. And then uh, we have some random Reddit, because uh, Rika and I were discussing behind the scenes, the Malaysian airline uh, flight. If you, on Netflix, there's a documentary now, a three-part series, 
going over the disappearance of Malaysian Airlines flight MH370. So we looked online because Rika and I love a good conspiracy theory, and uh, <laughs> we're looking over. We found that a couple of theories. Basically, one yeah. involves very much like a Fast and Furious movie. Uh-huh. So <laughs> yeah. we're gonna talk some, about some that. Vin and Diesel then... in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, after that, we do have Ledger fan mail. Yay! Yes. Yay! Ledger fan mail. Thank you to all the Ledger fans that always email us. You can do that at thehalalishow at gmail.com. But without further ado, let's start with where you've been. Enrique G, I believe you're going first. Where you been, Enrique G? Where have you been? What you do? Just where? Been. Okay, so did I tell you about me last week? But I uh, know I don't think I did. Um, I went karaoke. Did I tell you about that? You did with. Uh, uh, wait, did you go with your with friend? friend. Yeah, friend with the made-up name. What's her name? Charlotte. Yes, you went Charlotte. I, Mary, one of those. <laughs> Jessica. No, you don't have a Jessica. Anymore. Yes, Jess. Yes. Jess. So I went. Oh, you know what? After that, actually, it was a really nice weekend because we went to Bath again. And I must say right now, and I've only been here like six months, but I feel like I can safely say that at the top of my list of visit here in the UK would be Bath. I feel like Bath was, it's such a romantic slash calming vibes. And I really like it there. Bath. You talked about Bath before. How do you spell that? Yeah. Be, like, like a, it's where the Roman baths are. Where the what are? Roman what? You know, where, where, the, where the Roman baths are. Oh, the baths, Roman baths. Yeah. So, oh. so the place is called Bath. It's like in the south, I want to say southwest of the UK. But it's very, it's where, uh, it's where Jane Austen wrote a lot of, it's very much right Jane Austen. Yes. Yeah, so parang yun yung setting or something. But it's very romantic. Where the this is where the Roman baths are, and if you go on a random weekday, there's not much people, and you can enjoy it by yourself, and everything is still open. And I feel like it's such a it's just just a really nice place to visit when it's not raining and when it's not cold, basically. Uh-huh. And there's a couple of restaurants there that we wanted to go to. Um, the first one is wait, let me just I have it here. The first one, and we went on a Friday afternoon, like after lunch, and we were thinking that maybe you know what? Um, the light won't be that long. Um, the place is called Oh no. Oh no. I lost it. Nice. Anyway, I lo- I lost the the name of the restaurant, but anyway, <laughs> it's in Bath, and the line was really long. But I'm like, oh man, it, it's you know what? Maybe it's for my next time to go back to Bath because honestly, it's just a ten minute train from Bristol from where I okay am. So can I'm you very, bathe very in the bath? Is it like a public um, bath? But yeah, no? no, I don't think so because if you look okay. at the the Roman baths, they're green. Oh, so gross! <laughs> oh no, it ain't. You know, it ain't cute. It ain't it. Yeah. It ain't it. I don't okay. know if they have, I don't know if they have like a section where you can actually bathe in it, but I don't think, I wouldn't want to. Honestly. It's not like a hot spring, <laughs> like in, you know, it's not like the onsen in it Japan, is. right? It's not like a, it's not like a public. Yeah. It's actually, okay. 
No, I but it. I think it's warm. I think you can actually see that it's warm. But anyway, I know in, um, uh, yeah. Italy they have something like that, right? Don't they? Like, is it Italy? Like, they, there's like a public thing where like all the fat naked men get together and they and they go to like the hot springs and shit. <laughs> I think so. Don't they do that? I think they there do. Like, like in Rome, Europe. basically, yeah. In Rome, so yeah, it was the we. We decided to just go to a coffee shop that has, they said that they have the best view in Bath because it has the view of the bridge where you can see the water and everything. And it does, it does really have a really nice view. So we went, we had coffee there. Um, sobrang nasa-stress ako dun sa, sa bar manager slash the barista. Kasi 25 minutes na lang close na siya, but like a bunch of people wanted to go in and still have coffee, including us. Okay. <laughs> and ako, as a former barista, I could feel the wrath, the rage in me growing. I mean, people, 20 minutes na lang, and I could clean yeah. up, but you guys still want to make more mess. But obviously, <laughs> she was very nice enough to be like, yeah, come on in. Just, just to let you know, we're going to be closing in 25 minutes, so you can't really take your sweet, sweet time. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're fine with that. We just wanted to take photos and everything. So it's in Pulteney Bridge. I think it's Pulteney Bridge Coffee. Um, and then after that, we just went around because honestly, just going around Bath, even if you don't eat there, even if you don't do anything there, um, you will honestly have such a good time. So mm. after that, we went back to Surrey and then the whole uh, weekend was just really chill. And then um, what do you call this? And then we went to we went bouldering again so nice. i did not complete you know what i did actually got, got to i got to the top one time that whole session so we went bouldering on saturday and basically you say like when you complete a route when you go up there when you're at the top you call it you send it mm-hmm. and the whole time we were there 3 hours isa lang yung send ko isa lang hey the whole time one is good better than zero like the other times I was just failing, I was just falling on my ass and it was just like this is so frustrating, but still it was <laughs> very very fun. It was very fun. I watch your um, videos. After that you, was, you have two videos, right? Up already? Did yes, you one? we have two videos on our YouTube channel. By yeah. the way, guys, we are trying to start our YouTube channel that's mainly focused around bouldering. And I kind of just wanted to do that as just to like, uh, what do you call this? Um, what do you call that? <laughs> record. There we go. Record our journey. Um, yeah. So there. What else? Our climbs on YouTube. Our climbs. Yes. Letter right? R. Letter R. Letter R. Yes. Our climbs. So please subscribe and we're going to post our next video probably this week. So anyway. Nice. Okay. Newsday came. So as you know, Newsday is kind of like an like a graded day for our master's class. And it was extra, extra stressful because kind of like the big wigs of journalism were there to check us out and to check out the professors. Basically, let me find an accreditation for your school. Who are the big wigs so, of journalism? <laughs> well, it's called the BJTC. So oh my gosh, what is the BJTC? I need to know. British Journalism something. Oh, something. it's called Broadcast Journalism Training Council. There we go. Oh, okay, that's close. So I got one or four. 
I know. So basically, they're going to be, they are going to check the accreditation of the school, whether we're getting the right education when it comes to journalism, because we get that accreditation when we graduate. Basically, we can say that I graduated from a BJTC accredited course, and that's kind of like a step up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, they were there. But at the same time, we needed to you know, we needed to push out stories. We needed to make our our radio programs and everything. But the whole day they wanted to talk to us or like, you know, like we needed to go here and go there. So basically, it was just a very, very, very stressful day. I cannot describe to you why and how it's so stressful. But thankfully, that was our very last one. So we don't mm. have to do that again. Okay. <laughs> and then the next one was fun. The next day, we had a quote-unquote class with our professor in a coffee shop. Um, we met up with an actual BBC producer. An Ooh. actual BBC. Like, honestly, it was the coolest thing ever to the point that <laughs> after, the, after the meeting, I had to ask, can we take a photo? <laughs> I felt so touristy. But I wanted to take that opportunity and be like, because... Um, when we, kasi yung class na yun, tawag kasi dun, yung mga master class, di ba? So yeah. we usually invite, we usually invite um like producers or like executives and stuff like that for us to talk. So we can talk to them and ask them questions and everything. Mm-hmm. So usually my professors would let us listen to stuff that they um to stuff that they made and then when we got the chance to talk to them we can ask them how you did this why'd you do that how'd you talk to this person blah 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 so anyway all i want to do right now is to recommend this one piece that the producer made her name is becky ripley she's she's the producer of this program it's called 8.99. 8.99. It's a drama documentary on BBC. And even if you don't know what a drama documentary is, or if you do not care, it is one of the best things that I have listened to. It's basically about the doping program in athletics, like mm. in running. Oh, so, right. Like like uh, steroids? Steroids, basically. Yeah. yeah. So it's a drama documentary, and please, please, I cannot recommend it enough. Um, it is one of the best things that I've listened to in a while. And um, yeah, so her name is Becky Ripley, and she's just super cool. We met at a cafe. I don't mean rubbing elbows. Ganarin. Ganarin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we listened to 8.99. So that's like the fastest time. Parang ganon. Right. In, okay. In athletic. Yeah. Yes. So hundred meter dash. Hundred meter dash. Yeah, Can yeah, you yeah. imagine? Can <laughs> you imagine people run a hundred meters for nine freaking sec? Impossible. Yeah. Impossible. yeah, I remember doing my time in high school. It was like eighteen. <laughs> eighteen seconds, dude. I think it is 9 or 9.3. Let me see. Is it Usain Bolt still? World I think so. record 100 meters. Let's see. Yeah, 9.58. Usain 9.58. Bolt, 2009. Yeah, and in this drama documentary, they are trying to achieve like 8.99 seconds. Oh, shit. That sounds dude, impossible, bro. Dude, that's a lot. Kahit para, kahit pa ano yan, like millisecond. Yeah, yeah like even the point one seconds is like 
people take years to take off 0.1 seconds yeah. off of their yeah. time. And that's the thing. <laughs> 8.9, is that even possible, bro? I don't know, man. I yeah, don't think that's so, why, That's why you have to listen to it. So Okay. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was really cool to meet Becky Ripley. And it was just really nice to cap off, you know, the, our final news day. Finally, if you guys don't know what news days are, for me, it is my stressful day of the week. Okay, uh-huh. basically, we have to go out and get news and interview people and put it out on air and stuff like that. So um, if you've only listened now to the Halala show, you can disregard that because it was the last day anyway. You know, but <laughs> The joke lang. But I did have a lot of fun. It was very interesting to, you know, to actually go out and get news. And I learned a lot, honestly. But anyway, um, yeah, what else? Uh, Do you consider really yourself want... a podcast producer for the Hala Hala you know show? What? I mean, you uh, could, right? <laughs> Technically, I could, I could. we, we produced it. We do. We do we produce do, this. Right? But I, mean, I do want to... Actually, that is the thing. Eh? That's my goal in my career is to actually become a producer. Dude, I or, had the same similar kind of revelation last week. I was yeah. I was thinking of concepts for podcasts that I... Or mm-hmm. and just, and not just podcasts, like, like a video slash podcast like that could work as a podcast, video series. That I think, like, you know, like the creativity, you'd be the creative mind behind it. It's such a cool feeling, right? Yeah, it is. It is. And to actually just like for people to listen to your piece that you created from your yeah. mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. That would be really cool. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's actually like, yun yung parang, um, yun yung parang uh, goal ko ngayon sa career ko. Yeah. So actually, that's what I want to become. I want to become a person that creates d- documentaries, mm-hmm. au- specifically audio documentaries and right. audio pieces in general. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, um, I think that's it because when I woke up this morning without an alarm, I was so thankful to the Lord Christ up there. (laughs) (laughs) So there, Finn. Finn, all right. Uh, Well, mine was pretty uh, uneventful as well. Well, no, not not as well. Uh, Uneventful as as well as last week was kind of uneventful. But I did watch a lot of stuff. uh, Fresh out of my mind, I I watched Creed 3. You know, if you haven't seen Creed 1 and 2, it's pretty awesome. Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone. But in the third one, it's actually directed by Michael B. Jordan. And it stars also uh, Jonathan Majors. If you haven't seen the new Ant-Man, he plays the villain in Ant-Man. He is fantastic in Creed 3. And they are so sexy. I don't know. Have you seen the trailer, Rika G? No, but... Have you seen I Creed one or two? Michael B. No, uh, I did see one. I did okay. see the first one. One is great. Yeah. Yeah. One is great. And they are just, they just look incredible. Like they, they're in such amazing shape that it actually got me inspired to <laughs> hit the gym after. But no, Creed, wait, I think I did watch the second one. The, the second one has the best training montage. It's the one where he fights the son of the Russian guy. I don't know if, you, if that rings a bell for you. Oh my God. Wait, lang ah. I think I did. Okay. Ito ba yung parang may girlfriend na siya? Meron na. He had the, oh, oh, the girlfriend in the first one. Yeah. yeah. Sila na, the second one they, Yeah. The second one, they have a baby who is deaf. Oh, no. I don't think I... Yeah. I oh, spoiler. I <laughs> spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, but yeah, Creed 3. Although I will say I still think Creed 1 and 2 are 
better. Though some say that Creed 3 is better than Creed 2. I actually really enjoyed Creed 2. But it's mm. still an enjoyable movie. And then I watch a new TV show that I think you would like. Because you haven't you haven't seen Ted Lasso yet, right? Rikiji? No. As much as I keep recommending it to you that I know you're <laughs> going to love that show. I know you're going to love that show, Rikiji. I know it. I know it, I watched the first episode. Especially... Especially since you're in the UK, I feel like you'll even you love it even more now. But Feeling there's cool. a sh- well, there's a there's a show on Apple TV that has a similar vibe. It's not the same. It's not exactly the same, obviously, but it has that same feel good, uh, feel goodness to about it. And then the 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 dialogue is really witty and funny. It's called Shrinking. Mm-hmm. It's about a um a, a psychologist or. Was it therapist or psychologist, Amaba, or psychiatrist? I don't know. I always get them confused. Must I the the shrinks? What do you call them? Okay. Psychologists. Anyway, and also uh, the difference is one can prescribe you meds, meds and the other one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, it stars Jason Siegel, who you might know from uh, How I Met Your Mother or Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He plays a shrink who starts. He's like a grieving shrink because he lost his wife in a car accident, and then he's kind of depressed, and then he ends up starting to give his patients advice that is uh, not really typically standard for a psychiatrist. You know how they have to go by the book most of the time? He starts just saying what's on his mind and he finds out that it's actually helping his patients. And it's a, it's a, it's a really fun show. It's, it's still ongoing. It's at episode eight right now. And I don't know when the finale Mm -hmm. of the season is, I think it might be next week. But it's a it's an easy binge, thirty minute episodes. Has Harrison Ford in it, who's super funny. Um, wow. Uh, there's yeah, and uh, it's a, it's got a great cast, man. Great cast. The dialogue is is really good. I highly recommend it. And I know a lot of Legend fans like really uh, listen to what you and I watch, and they end up watching it too. If there's a show that you should start, other than Ted Lasso, I think Shrinking is also a very good uh, show to watch right now. Uh, so those are the things that I recommend. I watch because you know the Oscars, which we're going to talk about later on. Uh, I watch almost all the Best Picture nominations before mm. they came out, uh, except for I hadn't watched Tar and Banshees of Inisherin, so I ended up watching those. Tar was really good. Uh, Kate Blanchett, who is like she's I wanted to watch in that Tar, movie. Yeah, dude, she is really good in that movie. Uh, it's a pretty heavy movie i think i mean i feel like it's pretty heavy uh it's just a lot of dialogue but i think she well anyway well i'll talk about my feelings about the winners later on but she was really good and then banshees of inishirin was a weird movie to me like i i was a big fan of colin farrell and uh brendan gleason or is it brendan gleason anyway the two leads in banshees were the two leads in one of my favorite movies ever called in bruges so it's directed by the same guy as well I think Colin Farrell was really good. It's just the the story was a little bit weird to me. I feel like if I was Irish, I would enjoy it more because it's yeah. set in Ireland. Uh, it touches on like the Civil War because it's set in, it's like a period piece. But it, it had some good moments. The dialogue was also great, but it wasn't, it wasn't for me at the end. At the end, I was like, it was okay. It's a good movie, but I wouldn't watch it again. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much my week, dude. <laughs> I just stayed at home, man. Uh, watched more Netflix. I finally watched Pulp Fiction. Have you ever seen Pulp Fiction? Yeah, Tarantino? it's my first time Classic. to watch it. Believe it or not, believe it or not, mm-hmm. I, I've never watched Pulp Fiction. It took me a few years to finally watch Reservoir Dogs a few years ago. I watch more of the la- latter half um, Tarantino, like Kill Bill onwards. I watch all mm-hmm. of those, 
but I never really watched Reservoir Dogs, Jackie Brown, Pulp Fiction, and whatever. Uh, so I started making a, a mission to watch them, and I finally watched Pulp Fiction because it's on Netflix, and it was okay. <laughs> it was fun, right? Was right? I mean, like it was, it was a fun movie. It's fun, but, yeah. Yeah, a lot of dialogue. Like you know, the dialogue is really the key. I think if you really enjoy witty dialogue, it's cool. But I just I I because I I really did not like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I thought that movie was so oh, boring. Okay. Like I thought it was so boring. Uh, at least this had more it was more fun even though it's just as dialogue heavy as once upon a time uh but yeah man that's it i went to pt uh, my legs getting better yeah finn dude you want to wapow wapow all right let's talk about uh michael pangilinan let's talk okay. about the singer michael pangilinan you might know him if you've ever seen asap i don't know like what is he known for what song is michael pangilinan known for oh gosh i think he because he kind of blew up a few years ago. Yeah, Michael Pangilinan, si Bugoy, si Bugoy and si Daryl Ong. Yeah. I forgot if it's MB. MBO? I don't know. It's one it's the first letters may, of their name. name eh. Yeah. M, I'm guessing it's MBO or OBM. I don't, I don't know. Alam ko may pang eh. Parang, diba? Parang ganun. Ah, oh nga, no? Parang ano? Parang pang silaw or something like that. I mean, it sounds like tap, tap silog. Pero parang ano, they mix the words together. <laughs> I don't remember. Wait, wait. I, I, wait. Because I really like watching their cover. Eh. My, Bu- Budakel. Budakel. Yun, Budakel. Yun, yun, yun. Budakel. Budakel, yeah. Bugoy, Daryl Ong, Michael Pangilinan. Michael Pangilinan. That's the one. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> But I remember, like, it was, like, 2014, 2015. That's when he started coming up with uh, music. I don't know yeah. how he got famous, though. I don't know if... I don't think he won any competition, right? I don't think um, he ever won any... I mean, I know I'm he was in Your sure, Face Sounds Familiar, think, but he wasn't... I want to like, say that he yeah. got famous... I think he got famous on YouTube. Like, YouTube. like um, what do you call this? But, um, oh, he was on, looking right now. He's on X Factor in 2011, but he didn't really... Right blow up until 2014 when he got his first break in showbiz in the Himig Handog P-pop love songs entry by pa- ah, he did the he did the version of Pare Mahal Morawako that's right I remember uh, that that's right that's right yeah actually but I think he he got more guapo the more money he had the more famous he got <laughs> you get yeah. what I mean like yeah. I feel like he I feel like he, I would look more <laughs> hell yeah dude with money you everyone looks better dude. with money Come on. Everybody will look better. It's yeah. not a knock on him. Yeah. I was just being, I'm just saying like, realistically, he That's made just himself, how it is. <laughs> he put that money to work. He put that money yeah. to work as I would do if I had that kind of money. Uh, but anyway, let's, let's, let's go back to the TT. So there's a, a Twitter user uh, from DLSU Das Marinas who tweeted about uh, Michael Pangilinan who had a performance at the campus saying, uh, and I'll just read it. <laughs> Verbatim, ang shit ng intro <laughs> ni Michael Pangilinan sa concert dito sa DLSUD. So before siya kumanta, nagpaakyat muna siya ng audience, uh, ng audience member. He asked if she's single and all para makagawa tayo ng baby. Uh, and so that was like the shtick because the song that he was going to sing was I'll Make Love to You. Kasi I'll Make Love to You pala yung kanta. Then he right. asked if he could kiss the female student. Dido ba magagalit yung parents niya and all. Right. He even asked to get the student's number. Uh, and then uh, there is a video 
showing the um like the I don't know if it's an incident showing the performance and uh it's kind of like I don't know because we you know we you and I we don't really like Chris Brown <laughs> anymore mm. but on TikTok I see a bunch of Chris Brown uh Reference singing and no singing and and uh what do you call it lap dancing a female oh, yeah. participant oh, on yeah. stage that came to see his concert and it kind of has those kind of vibes but in mm-hmm. this case uh this is the other side of things where is it is it wrong for him to do this especially on a school campus is it wrong what he said baby what are your thoughts on this because there's a lot I of think- people that are pressed online about yeah about this whole thing I think Elaine, who tweeted this on Twitter, um, mm. kind of described it the best. It's more of cringe. Mm. It's more of really cringy because obviously, I mean, obviously he got consent for everything, you know, it was just all so awkward and cringy to be asking somebody that you met for the very first time, knowing mm-hmm. that they're your fan and be like, can I have your baby? You know what I mean? (laughs) And I might be reaching here. This might be to the extreme. But Uh I was just thinking earlier, we were talking about it, right? I was just thinking earlier. I think there's an issue there. Do you think that's all I'm good for? Having a baby? You know what I mean? Like, I can see some people interpreting it that way. I'm not saying that that's what he meant. It's just that uh-huh. that's just my interpretation of when a when a guy sees me for the first time and they like me. You know, I'm like, mm. oh, that's just a little bit awkward and creepy. Yeah, yeah so, I, I get that. I get that. Especially if it's someone that... Uh, like let's say it's an unknown singer who does it. Yeah. It'd be a little bit weird. Um, mm. And then and of course, plus, uh, and I feel like there's this power dynamic. I say obviously he is the artist Cheung Lodi, and then there's this this person who adores them very much. That you kind of have to know where your limits are at that point. Well, na parang we have seen before, de ba? Na parang um, na they kind of like kumbaga parang you know that these people will do whatever they yeah, they, they will because because yeah. lodi kanila kasi mm-hmm. they idolize our, you our dynamics you know, our dynamics it, basically yeah. even if they don't want to do it alam mo yon yeah there was a elaine also tweeted a facebook post uh, in the same mm-hmm. thread of some of another i i, I believe another uh, con- not contestant another audience member who was there who said that DLSUD has a safe space act, which means all of us are protected from any kind of kabastusan. And then he said, uh, they said, yung joke more, whatever you spouted on stage was disgusting. And then for context, he before he pulled a fan from the crowd tonight, he said something along the lines of, sino dito over 18? Then said, para pwede na makagawa ng baby. Yeah, uh, so that's just more context to that, and then there's a video on stage. However, let me just go to the. I mean, not to. I'm not saying I agree with uh, what he mm-hmm. did or whatever, but if you look at the video, uh, the girl on stage does seem to be enjoying the interaction. Yeah. Now that brings up the question of, like, for example, right? Uh, I mean, there are a lot of artists where if they brought you brought, uh, well, maybe not me because I'm I'm a guy, right? Uh, but. I'm sure there are but a lot then, of, yeah. uh, well, but well, I no matter what I want to do, oh, I can't. Oh, but let's say there I mean there's I'm sure there are a lot of girls that I know, my friends, 
who are like, I want to have his babies. I'm sure you've heard that mm. statement before, yeah. right? I know some friends, when they talk about, uh, I don't know, Jungkook or Harry Styles or, yeah, or Channing yeah. Tatum, I want to have his babies, right? So it, based on the video that I'm watching, the participant looks like she's one of those fans that if, for in terms of how her how she feels about Michael Pangilinan, but I don't know. Mm. So it brings up the other side of, what if this girl was completely all right with it? In, in right. a sense, Elaine and the other Facebook poster are being offended for her mm. and kind of doing her side of things. Is there some wrong in that as well? Or no, I, I, I mean, think maybe they're there. looking at the general. I in feel general. like they're looking at the general side of things. Like, you know, na parang, obviously, si Michael Pangininan won't only do this in city campuses, in, you mm. know, DLSUD. He will be going around you know, the Philippines and yeah. be interacting with a lot of other people na what if at one point it goes south? You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Na parang, isipin I think it made it... talaga ng mga tao or when you're in that position where people idolize you that it's okay? That it's uh-huh. okay? Na parang you would think na porket they throw themselves at you or they say they're laughing at that that the statement actually the fact that it was on campus i think is what makes it more of a bigger deal because if it was at his concert it means that people really paid to see him and are like probably true fans right unless they just got a ticket or something for free but would you say that that's okay no nah, i don't think i mean the thing is like it's <sighs> it's all about context for me like yeah like i was saying if if, if i if for example, lang, uh, balik ta, balik ta rin natin. if I went to uh, a concert of someone who I thought found really attractive and they brought me on stage and they said, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's a joke that they would make to me. I, I guess that's the issue here, right? Because hmm. it, it, it wouldn't be a joke that that works with me. Uh, and I don't know if I would be offended if someone made a, a joke. I, I don't know. Can I be offended if, if someone's like, I want to make a baby with you to me? Like, can hmm. I have your baby? Like, I don't know if it would work the same way. So, it's a probably a different perspective. Uh, so I don't know if I can really answer that from my perspective. If I were to be on stage, would I be, uh, would it be wrong? I don't know, man. Like it's, it's weird because if she was really a fan, it would be a experience for her, like something that she really enjoyed and it would tell her friends about, but overall it, it it's, she, he could go a different direction. I think, you know what I mean? Instead yeah. of so that you can have a baby. How about like, so that, I can well because the song is I'll make love to you is I, I the the joke is yeah. like that was the joke but maybe like so I can have your heart or something you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> something yeah Hello, something English naman don pag ginawa niyan ang corny mo ang corny mo di ba um I don't know because yeah. I always make this joke with you right but if 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 uh RM right or someone was to say mm. that you know one of your favorite brought you up and said that. I don't know. In the moment, you'd feel it. You'd feel maybe really ecstatic. Maybe I don't know. I don't want to speak on your behalf, but yeah. After the fact, would you think about the same things that you're saying right now, uh, like the power dynamics and whatnot? Would you feel that way? Yeah, but I would. No, I would not. Um, because mm. I feel like I I would be so lucky to actually just be inches away from RM. Right. Right. But I would understand, or maybe I don't know, but I would kind of understand why people would find it a little bit creepy. 
yeah, I, I, I could see that. Like, even when I see the Chris yeah. Brown videos, I kind of get like there's that TikTok video. I don't know if it's true because there's no really verification that the guy brought his girlfriend to the Chris Brown show. And yeah. then she volunteered, or Chris Brown picked her out of the crowd and she willingly went up and she got the lap dance slash song uh-huh. done for her. And then he broke up with her because of that. I don't know I if mean, it's really Would verified. you stay with somebody? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm secure enough that if I if, if the girl that I'm with goes up on stage and it's like someone that she really enjoy, like, you know, if I ha- dude, look at Harry Styles, right? I'm never winning against Harry mm. Styles, friend, right? If Harry Styles walks into the room and says like, wow, like your girlfriend's amazing. And then my girlfriend that, you know, is like super killing. What am I going to do, man? It's Harry Styles, bro. But I'm confident <laughs> in myself that I'm like, yeah, Harry Styles, sure. Take your best shot. Uh, right. <laughs> but you know, I'm me, man. I don't care. <laughs> I'm. I, I think she'll stay I, with me. That's just how I am. That's just how I am. So, but for but me, I'm just, first of all, going to a Chris Brown concert, red flag. <laughs> red flag. <laughs> red flag. Did we forget? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just saying. For example, what, do you think Ryan would be pressed if if he, if RM took uh, took you on stage and just like you know sang to you? No, didn't do anything. Just sang to you and super killing. Sang I think to me. Okay. I think mm, it depends. It I depends. Think he would probably. Enjoy it. Like he would be probably. happy for you, right? Wouldn't we he? don't know because I don't well, think I don't it's ever gonna happen. RM, come on, <laughs> come on, man, <laughs> come on, man. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but to answer your question, like, mm. would I? Would I? Would I be upset? I don't think so. Like, it's a once in a lifetime mm. thing. You know, that's just like, remember we were talking last week about how guys fan fanboy over like basketball yeah, yeah, players yeah. and whatnot. I know it's not the same thing because I'm not trying to, <laughs> you know, I know that like the girl that I'm with <laughs> probably wouldn't be like, I'm not going to leave her for LeBron James. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think it, it would maybe be similar that they would enjoy that I am meeting this person that I look up to and that I like talk about all the time and whatnot. Mm. Well, I mean, oh, I don't know, man. Maybe yeah, seeing Chris Brown rub his crap on my girl's face might make me a little irritated. But at <laughs> the end of the day, I, I think I think you know Chris Brown has a bigger fish to fry. <laughs> Definitely, but I feel like we are straying away from the point that a lot True, of people found are. what Michael Pangilinan said creepy, okay, maybe not acceptable creepy. in that in that situation. Mm. Um, but that's the thing. I mean. I mean, is it at the end worthy? of the day, no. Kaya na nga, eh, na parang at the end of the day, I'm thankful that nobody nobody got assaulted, you know, right. or whatever. But obviously, we don't want it to get to that point, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, so maybe uh, just uh, hopefully he changes his uh, changes like <laughs> the approach mm-hmm. to his act. You know, it could, yeah. it could still be effective and not as creepy, right? I, I think that's the final right. like the word there. All right, shall we wapow then? Wapow. Okay, let's talk about the uh, the TikTok user that went viral uh, about uh, sharing her story about traveling to Israel. And she was going through Naia Terminal 1. Her name is Cham Tanteras, T-A-N-T-E-R-A-S. You can go look her up on TikTok. You can see, I think it's her pinned video. Has like almost 2 million views. Hmm. So she shared her frustrations about going through the terminal because while she was, uh, you know, uh, getting to getting ready to go on her flight, she was sent to the Bureau of Immigration Office for an interview. And she explained that they were asking her, you know, basic questions, right? I mean, what do you get asked? You know, your flight history, why are you going to a certain place? Mm-hmm. But then 
uh, it turned uh, later on the questioning went down a weird path until it got to the point where the immigration officer who was interviewing her asked her if she had her yearbook for proof that she graduated and she graduated over 10 years ago at this mm. point uh, and that is pretty crazy I don't think that ever has happened to me and I don't think it should ever happen to anybody to be asked for a yearbook or you what are your thoughts on that just to see that she had a photo I mean it is pretty crazy it's 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 not like you can just whip out your yearbook you know <laughs> randomly but I don't even know where my yearbook though. is I know, same. I didn't even get my high school yearbook. I don't oh, want to go. go back to that place. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, here's the thing, though. I was just watching a YouTube video from It's Judy Life. It's Judy's Life. Anyway, she is a Filipino vlogger in Washington. Um, state? And, or what yeah, you see? The no, uh, sorry. Which, one? which Washington? The from, green state or the Oh, my the gosh. I just don't know. Sometimes... Um, I don't know. I don't know where, but in that area. <laughs> but sometimes okay. they talk about <laughs> in <Seattle>. America. <laughs> yeah, they're in America. You know oh, Seattle. Oh, Washington State. Okay, Washington there, State. Washington State. So Got they it. do Got live it. in Seattle. Okay. Um, we talked about going back to the Philippines for an emergency flight because sadly her mom died, and she talked about how she was getting an emergency passport because her passport expired, I believe. And they did have to show like high school certificates and, you know, stuff from high school for them to prove that she is from, she was born in the States and she's been living in the States for, you know, her whole life yeah. for some time for them yeah. to give her a, a passport. And I think obviously what also helped was her YouTube channel because she has like mm. over a million followers and right, right. you could see her life there unfold from when mm. she was, you know, like a college girl up until now that she has five babies. Um, but still, they did show them, like they did show the immigration place that, you know, mm. like her graduation photo and certificates and everything like graduation, like whatever. So maybe, yeah. maybe it could be. Yeah, it seems excessive, man. Like, like you said, she's already in the I airport. Know, she has her flight. And also, it seems not legit. Yeah. You can just show a graduation photo. Dude, I mean, <laughs> if, if there's anything that's easy to doctor, you know, it's not easy to doctor a passport or a visa, but it's pretty easy to show a pass, like a like a yearbook that you bring out. Like, how will they know? Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. It actually came how to the point, know, by the way, exactly. in the story that since she didn't have her yearbook, she had to show a photo on her phone. And then the mm. officer in question even said, like, that doesn't look like you. Parang mataba ka sa photo na yan. Is that really you? Oh my gosh. Which is another issue in itself. Uh, it but is. The, the, the eventual outcome was that she ended up being interrogated, quote-unquote, for so long that she missed her flight, which she paid 19,000 pesos for. And she had to rebook a flight the very next day for 27,000 pesos out of pocket. She was not reimbursed. She wasn't like, you know, what? they didn't help her get on another flight uh, at the expense of the bureau or whatever, whoever is in charge of that. And uh, and the report on the incident, the def- the agency, uh, the Bureau of Immigration Agency said that the they seek here's the quote, seeks consideration and understanding as the agency is constrained to implement strict measures to assess departing passengers and this mm-hmm. is because they're trying to avoid human trafficking and you know you know that kind of stuff which right. i understand i mean it's their job to make sure that people going in and going out of the country 
are really supposed to be going in and out of the country. But it seems like there is a, I, I don't know, like the yearbook photo is already the the red flag that you need to show that it's not, it, it, it's not that, you know? Yeah. Because if you have, what do you need? Like, what more could you ask for if you have the paperwork, if you have the visa? Imagine going, because of uh, Marissa right now, right? She's going to Europe with her mom and her sister. Right. And I cannot, because I, I'm very privileged that I have a U.S. passport. So going to places is not as difficult for me. But the amount of mm. shit that Philippine passport, because I've seen it with my oh, mom, yeah. right? my Philippine passport, the fuck, the fucking shit that you have to bring mm-hmm. just to get approved to go to a country that those the people in that country can come here. Like I saw, uh, you know, just to go a little off topic, there is a video that went viral of Shargao being like all white people. They can come here yeah. so easily. Exactly. Bro. They can come here so easily. It's so crazy. Filipinos have to present their diplomas sometimes that the like your you know their their like, their bank statement credit bank card, statement everything all of your Why? businesses it's they're bullshit. up in your ship basically they're, they don't want you to fucking succeed bro you have to no. go to an interview and you have to take a photo like I mean I have a photo obviously but you have to make sure that a photo you can't wear earrings and what like it's no. so like it's so crazy man. Like, what is that? What are we doing? Like you have here? to go, like, they have to get your thumbprint, all the prints yeah. in your body. They have to know oh all of your, oh gosh. It's, I mean, it's, you went through, You, I'm sure you went through a lot of that stuff going to the Yeah, UK. dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, you had to get, you had to get your transcript, right? You have you? to get everything. You have to Why? get that you're a human being. Dude, I was but out of college na 10 na years ago. You still want me to get my college shit? Yeah, dude, like, konti na lang, parang pati baby book mo, kukunin nila, pati yung <laughs> umbilical cord mo, nung baby ka, ano ba yung baby mo? <laughs> Sino mo, hindi mo yung umbilical cord, no, galing ano, galing medical city, ah. Dude, it's diba? just it's so unbelievable. Yeah, I totally get your point. Bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I, re- I understand really their job, right? I understand that they have yeah. a job to do. But they need to fucking be more. I don't know if it's understanding, like, because obviously you don't want bad shit to get through. You don't want people who are not like trafficking is a big problem, right? We don't want people yeah. who are being trafficked out of the country or into the country for that matter to be trafficked out of the country. I understand that, uh, but I feel like there has to be some sort of metric, man. Like, a, a make it different. I think the stopping point was when she was about to miss her flight. Yeah. And may, di ba, parang mayroon namang, may mga, may mga ways to mitigate that na parang, oh, i-reimburse ka po namin. But no, mm. to actually just be like, nah, you don't care. Nah, you're just good. It. Yeah. You're good. It's a big fuck you, man. It's a big middle finger to her mm-hmm. and to just a lot of, I mean, if you look at the comment section, you can see people sharing similar stories and, and just people frustrated mm-hmm. with uh, the immigration here. I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, I can't really, because I, I don't have a Philippine passport, so I haven't really gone through the hell of having to do all that. But I can just, I, I've seen it in, with people close to me. And my mom is so frustrated. Like, I, you know, my mom has, my, like, like, can I just use my mom as an example? My mom, I think, is a very accomplished woman, right? She has businesses in different countries. She has property here. She has, you know, she has property in different, the United States, for example. She has a house there. Um but she is so sad when she has to go like she 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 was invited to go to like Europe for this Filipina. Remember I told you about the 
the the group yeah, of Filipino yeah, yeah. women that are just fucking amazing. <laughs> so she had to go to Europe, but she had to go through all this paperwork. And she kept saying, because my mom's uh, husband, my stepdad is Japanese. And she wants to really get the Japanese passport. Like she's mm-hmm. always talking about it. It's like she wants, but the thing is Japan is also in, in their own way, a little bit strict too. that. If you become a Japanese citizen, you have to denounce your Philippine citizenship. You can't have dual citizenship as a Japanese right. citizen. So that's just her only concern. But she keeps saying like, I think it's worth it. You know, just so that I can go places without being looked at like I'm some sort of criminal or I'm being trafficked by a criminal. You know what I mean? Which is so crazy because it's a passport. Yeah. I feel for her. Yeah, I feel for her. And I know that the Philippines is a third world country. And I know that there's a lot of TNT, right? You know, Tago Mm -hmm. ng Tago, whatever. I I understand that element of it, but... Hopefully, there's a way to progress forward. Is the only way to progress forward for the Philippines to become a first world country? Is that the only way? Do you think? Like, what what would what would ease the the minds of other countries as well as our own? I feel like it's a multifaceted thing. Na parang because I do know a lot of people who don't know where the Philippines is. They don't even know it's an Asian country. They don't yeah. know where it is, and mm. you're they're like. Is it a jungle? Is it a... You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> I Do they just like, start from the movie Plane with Gerard Butler? That's all they know about. <laughs> I feel like you can go at it at different angles. We are such a rich culture. We have so much talent in the Philippines. And it's such a wonderful country. But, mm. you know, when, when you are, let's say, in the US or you're somewhere in Europe, for them... Your country is so 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 obscure, mm. but um, you don't know how to go about it. Papa, yeah. no, mm. like, like, that's why we are always so proud. Here, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why we are so proud whenever we see Filipinos in other countries making waves. You know, you made it right. You fucking you <laughs> you brought your passport and your yearbook photo. You made it out of here, fam. <laughs> 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 Oh gosh, but yeah. No, but I, I get it. Like you it's know, like a sense I of talk sense about, accomplishment to to make it somewhere yeah. else. We could dedicate which... like a full on episode about what I'm feeling right now as a Filipino <laughs> in the country. Right. It is such a different experience. Like I have so many thoughts. I have so many mm. thoughts. Um, yeah. but yeah, that is for a different episode. Your book None. Bullshit. All right. Well, pal. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, let's pal. talk about the Oscars. Rika G, Oscars. the Oscars, okay. man. Crazy. Shall we start with the winners? So the winners, the let's do it. Major ones. Okay. Okay. Um, we do know our winners. Our winners. <laughs> yes. Um, best actor, Brendan Fraser. What do you feel yes. about well deserved? That? Well deserved. I watched well the movie deserved. with Bayang. Uh the only I the only well, I haven't seen Living with Bill Nye. Uh, but I watched the other movies with the other best actor nominees. The mm-hmm. only one who could probably have maybe won and I wouldn't have been like upset was was Colin Farrell from Banshees of Inisherin. But the okay. Brendan Fraser was incredible in that movie. I talked about it on the podcast before. It's basically about this guy, and he's super dangerously obese he has a strange relationship with his daughter and he uses eating as a mm. coping mechanism it's right. it's got more layers to it in the movie but just the just the way like dude i felt sick watching it 
because you could feel like what he was feeling. And that is the sign right. of a great actor portraying their character. So well-deserved, man. Brendan Fraser. And I'm a big fan of The Mummy. You ever watch The Mummy? Yep. Dude, The of Mummy's course. fucking awesome. First. The Mummy is so fucking good. One, two, and three. I'll even say three, man. People hate three. Three is a fun-ass movie. It I'm is. It's a movie that, they, that whenever it comes yeah. out, whenever it comes out, I'm like, I'm watching it. I mean, like, there's just no way you're not. <laughs> it's a fun movie. And because Michelle Yeoh was mummy, in that, yeah. too. Michelle Yeoh was in She was, movie. yeah. So, so speaking of Michelle Yeoh, she she won the Best Actress uh, from Everything Everywhere All at Once, who mm. is actually a very, it's a very historic win because she is the first Asian uh, winner for Best mm-hmm. Actress in the Oscars yes. for 95 years of their existence. And only She's the second the person of color next yeah. to Halle Berry. Halle Berry, exactly. Um, and then Best Supporting Actor, uh, Ki Hui Kwan. Did I say that Ki-Hui correctly? Kwan. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ki Hui Kwan. Yes. And Everything Everywhere All at Once won Best Picture Best as picture. well. So basically, mm-hmm. it was sweeping Sweeping yeah. young, I know. They also won Best you Supporting Actress. That. Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis took home Best Supporting for mm-hmm. Everything Everywhere. Uh, but the the just to rewind a little bit uh, for Best Actress, I thought Kate Blanchett also could have won that, and I wouldn't have been mm-hmm. upset. Mm-hmm. Like she was that good in Tara. Yeah. Uh, I watched Blonde with Anna but- Armas. I watched Michelle Williams in The Fablemans. I don't think they they could have beat Michelle Yao, but Kate Blanchett, I think maybe yeah. could have. And did you watch but any of the speeches, he, though? I did. I did watch the speeches. And it is, please don't watch it when you are in the train, in the bus, anywhere in public, because you will cry. <laughs> yeah, you will he cry. He made me cry, man. Legit. I know. He made me cry, too. Yeah. Literally uh, one of the most inspirational stories, man. Um, for those of you yeah. who don't follow Kiwi Kwan's career, uh, he was, if you ever watch Indiana Jones, uh, the second one? forgot which one he was second or third he uh, and then the goonies he he was a child actor but then since he was asian um he like he was really not being cast in a lot of things so he had a 25 year hiatus Mm. uh, where he wasn't acting and then here's here's his story right he saw the movie crazy rich asians and he was inspired Mm -hmm. because he believed that hollywood was finally changing and being open to more Asian actors, Asian stories, Asian visions, whatever. So he actually got an agent after watching it. And yeah, the story is that the, the I don't know if it's the producers or the directors of Everything Everywhere saw a meme of Ki Hoi Kwan like as a kid on Facebook. And then yeah. they're like, hey, we should ask this guy to audition for our movie. So it just kind of was like a moment where it was all lined it was up. Like a- and he, Serendipity. That's serendipity, what it is. Indeed, indeed. And he got the movie <laughs> and, you know, and now he's doing. And what was really cool is that when he was a child actor, he went under the name Jonathan uh, Hui Kwan, I think. He didn't use his real name, his mm. birth name. And he was so proud winning this award with his real name. Uh, he said he made his mom yeah. proud and everything. Uh, and it just makes you believe in the dream because he never gave up, man. 25 years. Can you imagine that? 25 years? Yeah. Of, I mean, of not being able to do what you love. That's a freaking long time. Now, yeah. a, a lot of people would actually just give up. Even if I see a, you know, a bunch of movies with Asians in it and I wanted to be an actress, mm-hmm. I would be, knowing myself, I'd just be like, I'm never going to make it. <laughs> but for him, 
yeah. for him to actually think that you know what I mean like you have that mm. much passion um in the craft in his yeah. career and about you know mm-hmm. let's do this one more time one last sometimes that's what it takes you know what I mean though yeah. let's do this one last time you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> There's a great YouTube video. Um, uh, I think it's by, from Variety. It's called Actors Roundtable. I think I've talked about this mm. before, but there's an Actors Roundtable where they have Kihui Kwan, Brendan Fraser, Colin Farrell, uh, Adam Sandler is there as well. Uh, I forgot who the other two were, but they just talk about their passion and their craft, and it's just worth a watch. It's on YouTube. It's like an hour long, man. If you want to kill an hour, go wow. watch it. Actors Roundtable. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Um, and then and also going to back. Jimmy- she won best supporting actress for everything everywhere all at once and then mm-hmm. the director also won best director uh daniel kwan, kwan uh, the daniels won, the daniels um, all the daniels <laughs> yeah daniel kwan and daniel shinert Shiner is his name yes yeah. yes did you think because uh, i don't know if you've watched all of i know you watch uh, wakanda forever Mm. Uh, but I don't know if you, I don't think you've watched The Whale yet, right? And The Banshees. Not yet, not the, yet. People, the only kind of award were, like, in terms of the acting awards that people were a little bit torn on was Best Supporting Actress. People mm. were saying mm. Jamie Lee shouldn't have won, and it should have either been Carrie Condon, who I think should have won, actually, from Banshees of Inisherin, or Angela Bassett, or even in her own movie, the same movie, Stephanie Sue. Who or Sue? I don't know how to say her last name. Mm. Uh, the daughter and everything ever all once those three were actually the ones that people are saying should have won over jamie lee curtis did do, do, do you have any thoughts on that do you think angela but bassett I mean, should have won i feel like but why, but why is there what? such a i don't I, you know what i mean like I, um, um i just well in I, terms of performances I mean, like, like i, watched I wonder why movie. people think it. yeah well why do you think because some are saying that it was a legacy award but you know what? To be honest, mm. okay, I have n- I have no thoughts about like who who should have won or whatever. But uh-huh. um, one of the headlines that I saw about the Oscars was about how um, Angela Bassett reacted to losing the Best Supporting Actress yes, award. I saw that, and mm. I'm like, okay, I have an issue with that being in the headlines and with that being talked about because why is this new? Why are we again talking about you know like? It's it's that thing about pinning women's again pinning women, women against their women. Mm. Uh, this you know this narrative is so old that we shouldn't even be talking about. What do you want? The You're painting this person she in a lost, bad light. Once you know what again, mean? Like, I, I, that's just it's how it simple. is. Yeah. But that's how it is. It's not like she's the first one who did that ever in the whole yeah. history mm-hmm. of the Oscars. And she didn't make a scene. Yeah, but she, I'm she was so tired sad. of this narrative, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was I just sad. It. I would I have been it. sad. Hell yeah, yeah, I would have been sad, man. Know. Especially after all the, you know, like, she's she's a great actress, Angela Bassett. You know, she's in a yeah. lot of great movies. Uh, so yeah. obviously, you know, putting in that much time over, and she's, you know, she's like 60 years old. Doesn't she look great? She looks fucking she looks awesome amazing. for 60 years old. Dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the amount of work she's done in, in movies over the last few decades, you know, to yeah. finally be nominated for something like that. And then people were saying like, oh yeah, she might, she's probably going to win it and not win it. That is a disappointment, man. That hurts. That hurts a yeah. lot, dude. That hurts a it lot. Hurts. Let her be hurt. Come on, without it being such a big issue. 
yeah. na galit siya kay I'm sure wala naman siya like hindi naman siya galit kay Jamie Lee Curtis true, whatever true. but it's just that yeah. you lost that's it I get that too that's like I, I saw people saying that she should have you know she should have just clapped or whatever like I saw people in the comments like she's a sore loser and whatnot um you know like yeah, I, but I get I get where she's coming from. I think that's why, man. I feel like the people who are mm. commenting that have never like experienced a uh, disappointment yeah. on that level, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude, it, it, that shit sucks. Like, cause I, cause it really, well, I don't know. I've never been up for any awards, right? Mm. <laughs> but imagine putting your time and dedication into something. Yeah, because I had a similar experience last year where I felt like I found a project that I really loved, mm-hmm. and. And then all of a sudden they they kicked me off the project, man. Yeah. And I thought yeah. I was I thought I did a I was doing a great job. I thought I did good enough. I thought they were happy with what I did. I got kicked off that project. That shit fucking hurt, man. And imagine Angela Bassett. She's she's been doing this for years, and this was her moment to finally Sana be recognized on the on the biggest stage in in movies. At yeah. least you know people see the Oscars as the coveted award, and to mm-hmm. not win it, man. That shit must fucking sting. Yeah. So in all, I mean, in all respect, she her reaction was actually pretty okay. <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, it's normal. Fuck. I would have been like, fuck this. <laughs> Remember that Bullshit. scene in Friends? Yeah, Remember Joey. that scene in Friends? Yeah, yeah, Joey yeah. didn't win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, no, I should have won. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So her reaction yeah, was pretty yeah, okay, yeah. man. Oh my god. So, but yeah, yeah. dude. Shout okay, out to, so uh, we have one more thing. Yes. We actually have one more thing to talk about about the Oscars. Aside right, right. from the winners, we do have a an awkward red carpet interaction between uh-huh. Ashley Graham, who's such a sweetheart, and right. Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they had a short interview on the red carpet. And Ashley Graham being a great host as she is, obviously yeah. when you're a host, and I feel like because we are probably coming from a place that parang, we, we do know how to host, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we've done interviews before we celebrities. In, yeah, we've done uh, in, interviews and everything that sometimes you do have, you do have to have questions that are already in the back. You know what yeah. I mean? Na parang, mm-hmm. You know that the... This is the red carpet, and you kind of just want chit chat entertainment for people who are watching in your Instagram live or TikTok live or on YouTube. YouTube. That it's easy. It's easy to like to to ask the question. It's easy to answer the question. But when she did that on the red carpet, so her questions were: What are you wearing? Who do you think will win tonight? Um, she was met with some some uh, what do you call that? Like. Hugh Grant was a little bit cold. There you cold, go. Cold, <laughs> sarcastic. Uh, yes. I mean, some would call it, maybe some would call it witty, like dry wit. Yeah. Because, you know, Hugh so, Grant is known for that, right? He's known for, for like, that is his sense of humor. Uh, um, so the questions were, what are, what are you wearing? And then he would answer, my suit. And then, <laughs> who, who, who are you hoping, who are you hoping that might win tonight? No one in particular. So you know what I mean? Like, hmm. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's awkward, but like, so Ashley Graham actually um, addressed the issue and she just said that my mama taught me to kill them with kindness. So I did. And I'm like, I feel like as a professional, that's what you would do, right? You would move yeah. on. As Nobody much as I love Hugh Grant, man, yeah. like he was such a douchebag in this one. <laughs> 
literally like like I know he has a sense of humor, but there there is something telling about like because if he was just joking, he probably would have laughed after and said, "Yeah, no, he's he was just great kidding. But he he at the end, you could see that he looked almost annoyed at the interview. Mm. So that alone mm. was like very douchebaggy. Um, yeah. And there, you know, in terms of Ashley Graham, uh, there, I guess in terms of her questions, they, like you said, they're like, you know, you have them in the bank. She did ask him about the movie Glass Onion, which he really yeah. was only a cameo appearance. For me, that was mm. her only like weak question. It wasn't a bad question. Yeah. But it was probably her only weak question. I don't know if that annoyed Hugh Grant because she maybe it showed him that she doesn't even know like what because he's going to be in Dungeons and Dragons. I think he's going to have a bigger role in that. So right. like maybe he was expecting, you know, she doesn't even know, did any research on me, which mm-hmm. I could see as a celebrity. If you're being interviewed, I could maybe see that annoying me. Yeah. If the person interviewing me doesn't even know anything about me. I could see that pissing him off. But he was already an asshole from the get go. But and, that's the thing. This isn't a press junket. It's a red yeah, carpet. Yeah. And you know, he has no, he's been lo- around long enough to have the, like, just like there are questions in the bank for interviewers, there are always mm-hmm. answers in the bank for celebrities. Exactly. Right? right. So even if he was asked about how was your thing in Glass Onion, instead of saying I was only in it for three seconds, he, mm-hmm. he could have said that, but he could have added like, yeah, I was only in it for like three seconds, but you know, hanging out with Daniel Craig was awesome, right? <laughs> seeing Batista, it like, wasn't. being able to shoot on the island. <laughs> it maybe it wasn't. But you know what I mean? Like, he could have done something else. Because you and I have interviewed celebrities in the past, right? This is one of my yeah. worst nightmares, man. Watching that shit was oh, like, yeah. it's like PTSD for someone who's never been through it. But I already know that that's mm-hmm. what I, exactly how I would react if I yeah. were to interview someone and they were a fucking asshole to me. That's my worst. It was just fear, so weird man. that it was also so weird that he agreed to the interview because we we've seen celebrities say and even their agents would say that no, they don't want to interview. No, you can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. why would you agree? Um, yeah, I don't know. I I'm just hoping that she, he was just being sarcastic and he was just being British, I guess. But yeah, being British, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Still, um, yeah, but I feel for Ashley Graham, and oh, and thankfully she addressed it in such a kind manner. Me she like, handled okay. the interview so well, man. Oh yeah. What would you definitely. do, bro? I would be out of. I would cry, dude. I would be like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I would yeah. be so shell shocked that I would probably stutter over my word. Like she kept going, man, and she, she kept, kept smiling. So just kudos to her because that shit is impossible like i remember i had one awkward interview it wasn't even a bad interview they weren't um they weren't rude or anything so when season two of stranger things came out you can find it on youtube so i had a two set two interviews right i had an interview with uh the guy who plays uh steve harry uh steve steve harrington so joe Mm -hmm. keery and uh, noah schnapp right those two guys and that interview was super fun and super awesome and i really liked it and i think that was like my best one of my best interviews ever but then I had to interview the two new characters in that season. See Sadie Sink, who you might know from, well, she's in The Whale now, but she's also in the Taylor Swift 10-minute music video. She plays Max in Stranger Things. And then the brother, mm-hmm. see Dacker Montgomery. But the thing is, they weren't allowed to, because t- it was before season two came out, they weren't allowed to talk anything about the show. So I ended up asking a bunch of generic shit 
And their answers were very generic as well. So it was such a boring and kind of stale interview. And even that, I was already like, fuck, man, they're not answering these questions the way that I'm hoping that they would. What the hell do I do? And it was just so, Is I remember to the day, I was like, fuck, man, I, I don't know how else I could have done that better. Because I was trying my best. And I felt it in this one watching this Hugh Grant interview. Like, she was just trying to get something, you know, that she could work with. And he wasn't working with her. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I so, know. But, man, it was just... But I feel like this is That's one weird. of the videos that you could probably show people who want to be a presenter in the future that uh-huh. this is how you handle these kinds of yeah. people. <laughs> it's a good example of how to just power on through and do the best you can with what you're given. Grabe, man. Super kudos to her. I never never heard of her, actually, until I saw this video. So she's she's fantastic at what she does. Yeah. Uh, any more mm-hmm. thoughts on the Oscars, Rika G? I mean, Pinocchio, by the way, won Best Animated. It's on Netflix, which I haven't seen. I know. But it's yeah, on Netflix. And you so know what you actually, yeah, and you know what actually got me kind of like Googling? It's the best original mm-hmm. song. And India's kind of like celebrating. And I want to listen to it. And I will. Um, mm-hmm. It's called Natu Natu. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Natu Natu. But yeah, okay. it's it's kind Natu, of making Natu. me, you know, I want to listen to it. I'm I'm intrigued. But yeah, that's movie for that the Oscars. Uh, what? I, I was wondering what movie. Yes, R R R. Right. Okay. Um, yes. R R. Yeah, okay. So um, that's it for the Oscars at the Hala Hala Show. But we do, yeah. like we said, we did talk about... <laughs> the Oscars at the Hala Hala Show. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, we, we were talking about... I know, I know. Um, so yeah, we are moving on. So that's a wapow for us. Wapow. But we are mm-hmm. we were talking about Flight uh, MH370 um, yeah. before the podcast. And we got to Googling. Mm-hmm. We got to... Uh, searching Reddit, and we did find yeah. a couple of conspiracy theories. I know you found one, and then I'm just going to yeah. summarize yeah. the one that I found, which is yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So those of you who don't remember, uh, it was in 2014, right? The the Malaysian Airlines uh, flight that just fucking disappeared, and no one up until today, no one knows no exactly. One. Like there, no one can tell us what exactly happened, right? It's on Netflix. If you want to watch the, the documentary, it's it's out on Netflix. It's uh the dis- I forgot what it's called. It's like the disappearance of MH370. You'll find it. Just search for Malaysian Airlines. You'll find it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, Rika found one that I thought is super interesting. Like, let's talk about the 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 okay. theory that you found on Reddit. Is it Reddit? Yes. So I found this on Reddit, and it was posted by Walter White Rabbit nine years ago. So okay. he said he or she says that this is his or her own personal theory. And um, they did start out with saying, let me say that my condolences go out to the family members of the missing crew and passengers of MH370. So basically, he doesn't really want to offend anybody. This is just his personal theory. Um, Basically, it's a very long, detailed list of um, why this person thought that it actually did not crash. Mm -hmm. So they believe that the plane may have landed in Australia Indonesia or somewhere close to where it was last determined and that this was actually um, what do you call this? This was actually planned years and years before. Mm. Basically um, one of their major major theories was it landed. They painted over the plane right away Uh 
to yeah. make it a different like different branding, different logo, and then yeah. everybody got out safely. So very yeah. much like you know, Mission Impossible, Fast and GTA, Furious, GTA, bro. When you go into the GTA, car paint shop, basically. <laughs> so that was this person's um, theory. theory, and it is quite plausible. I want to say that I don't think so, bro. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, maybe if they got all the passengers off and somehow maybe just silenced them, I could maybe see it happening. Right. But like the, the fact that no one, like they couldn't find anybody who was anybody. on board. Cause you know, in the documentary, mm. they make a big point of showing just a few uh, people mm. that were on the plane, like their family members, the, the wife of the flight attendant there, the, mm. the, the, the pilot, whatever. I don't know. It's just hard. The thing that's crazy to me is not knowing where the people are like, cause the debris and whatever of the plane, I could see that maybe being because the ocean, you know, I hate the ocean, right? Because you, you can't fucking find anything in there. You can yeah. hide anything in the ocean. It's so undiscovered. Up. Yeah. But the, the, there's no people like any sort of contact. Like they weren't able to make contact. Because if you watch the documentary, apparently uh, some of the Chinese family members, because a lot of the passengers were Chinese, were mm -hmm. like one person received a call from someone on the plane, apparently. Like hours uh, after it after had the crash, yeah. After well, they didn't wow. even know if it crashed, right? But after the it had been declared missing, it, it they got a call, and then I don't know why it, it frustrated me hearing the story told because they they were getting called, and then they were with another family member or something, and they're like, "What should I do?" Obviously, you fucking answer it, right? That's you know. what you should do. <laughs> but by the time that they're like, "All right, I'm gonna answer it," it they like the call was done, and then they tried calling back, mm. and no one answered. That to me is like the biggest mindfuck, right? Right. Like, right. how is that even possible? I don't know if that, like, if they debunked it, like, was there really a call that came in? But for me, it's like, there's like the people, like, there's no way that they could verify, like, where a body is or something, like, some sort of contact cut could have been made if it was landed on ground, is what I'm saying. Yeah. If it crashed in the ocean, no chance. But if like you're if you're the theory like it landed maybe in Australia and they cleaned it up, there's like two hundred something people on that flight. Like one person you know must what? have I think somehow so. found a way to you know say what's going Contact, on. Contact, yeah. I think hmm. though that maybe time will tell. Because you know, the ocean, it's a big place. It's a big, dark, deep place. And yeah. although there are some people who can actually reach reach certain parts of the ocean, they can't, you know, navigate the whole ocean, the whole like body of water and on earth you know in just a year so maybe maybe yeah. because the One for time. me the, the most plausible the most plausible thing that happened is that so, i mean whatever disrupted because it, it disappeared off the radar so something fucked with the the electronics right but is that it landed somewhere in the ocean and then the people were looking in the wrong place because the ocean's so big right it so is. that's what i'm they, saying they started they started looking where the where the plane finally lost contact. But even if it had gone maybe an extra 20 minutes without any contact, that is so much distance and so much water that even starting in the wrong place, just 20 minutes behind, you will never find it. Yeah. That I think is what happened. Like somehow it fell in the ocean. Cause I don't think it landed on land, but there are other theories online. Some even as wild as uh, aliens. What do you think? Rikiji aliens? possible i mean i 
I'm a firm believer that aliens put the Stonehenge there. How can mm. you put, you know? <laughs> yeah. Dude. yeah. Or it could be like manifest, be. right? What if it shows, what if it shows up later? Manifest. I know. And like the time loop or the time. Yeah. Set, escape. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. I mean, yeah. What? Watching the documentary, just, I mean, just a final note is that the Malaysian government, there's a lot of weird shit going on there. Mm Kind of like here, (laughs) you know? And I feel like a lot, there's a a lot of cover up that I don't know. And I will, you know, I'll never accuse of like what they covered up, but I feel like there's got, there's some sort of cover up job to help the country save face. Similar to how, if I think if a Philippine airline flight were to disappear, there would be a lot of revisionism going on here i just mean it happens, in, it happens it happens in our in history yeah it happens in, you know you know the classrooms anyway mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but yeah that's one of the theories out there but mm-hmm. we don't know but i you know what i actually what i like about this whole theory is that mm-hmm. the person who wrote this very long theory started out with you know compassion <laughs> and ended with yeah. saying that um i hope i'm wrong i really ah. hope i'm wrong yeah mm-hmm. because obviously they you know like people want to know where these people are and what happened to them so people can grieve properly so yeah mm-hmm. um yeah. There we go. That's it. That's random reddit That's for it. you. <laughs> That's a random reddit today. Yeah, watch it on Netflix. It's a really interesting the only thing that i like i've complained about before is that they could have just made it one episode like a long one like an hour why do they have to split into parts i hate that shit yeah it just takes too long man like like the don't fuck with cats like come on man just just do it one episode they stretched it out they stretched it out too much (laughs) they did they did man um and the last thing we have is we have one uh let your fan mail uh short one uh and the the name or the subject is greetings from the land of koalas and ruse. So, oh my god, that is before Australia. I know. Before we start, can you just go on TikTok and search uh-huh. for koala videos because they're not just cuddly; they're also very aggressive. They hiss. Oh, really? They're like koala. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I will uh, yeah, like the video so that they start showing up on my for you page for the next. Three okay. months. So it's gonna have random quality. Jola says, "Yeah, mm. here it is." Jola says, "Hello, Rika and JC. Jola here, and you are doing an awesome work with a podcast. Hey. I recently moved to the land down under, and listening to a range of podcasts such as yours to entertain me for my one-hour drive to work. Imagine Makati to Batangas trip every day." Feeling ko may kabarkada ako in a road trip. Anyway, I arrived at work and thanks for the company, guys. P.S. In the future, you have a pod. Uh, um, can you have a podcast topic about moving abroad in your late twenties or early thirties? And I'd love to contribute. Hehe. <laughs> sent from my iPhone. Oh, sent from my iPhone. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and I know that's an automatic thing, but can you imagine if you are physically typing "sent from my iPhone"? I know. Yeah, could, be, that would be, could be that would be <laughs> yeah that would actually be a great topic you know like would, moving to another country in your late 20s yeah. or 30s. basically yeah we would have some some strong thoughts about that am i right my friend yeah and it means a lot that you listen to us on your trip to work because that's the that's what i'd listen to when i take long drives True. i listen to podcasts 
It really helps. So it really means a lot that we're the podcast of choice for you, man. Uh, So thank you. And to all the Leche fans out there, uh, please email us, thehighlightashow at gmail.com. We have been reading Leche fan mail for the last two episodes. And this is a pretty long mix, I think, huh? Today? It is. It is. That's why we need to end it. So you guys can enjoy. True. Your day. (laughs) All right. So uh, follow us online, Halala Show everywhere. On uh, Instagram, we have a Facebook group called The Halal Show Letcher Fam. Join in on the conversation there. And once again, email us at thehalalshow@gmail.com. And Rika G, is there anything else you want to say? Or are you going to extra song? Yeah, please subscribe to our new YouTube channel. It's called Our Climb. Yes. So if you're in, interested in bouldering, climbing, or just basically you want to bullshit me, you want to hate on me, that is the yep. avenue to go to on YouTube. <laughs> <Thank you very laughs> much. <laughs> Nice, nice. All right, that's it. We'll be back next week. An extra song. I love the show. Bye. Bye, baby. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.